intro is so fucking much to deal with oh christ okay well hello everybody and welcome to the first episode of the what's that noise podcast hold the fucking phone god sorry my mic stands acting up dude i've tried to record this like 12 fucking times and i got it once and had it uploaded and then i fucking realized that somehow i deleted my intro so we're going to try this again. All right, I'm going to I'm going to introduce the podcast again. We're just going to go from the start. Uh what's up everybody? This is the What's That Noise podcast where I bring in a friend or if I can't find a friend, I just do it by myself. We'll get to that. Uh and we discuss the music that we love, specifically any album by any band, artist, doesn't matter, you know, doesn't matter the genre, whatever. And we run through it track by track and we discuss how we feel about it. Uh yeah, and uh so I guess for this First week, my guest, not so, I know who it is. My first guest uh, is my buddy Lee Houston. He is been my best friend for a number of years now. He's the lead guitarist in our band Remember Me When. Uh, and not only that, he uh, he's the guy who made the artwork for the podcast. He helped make the intro track that you guys just heard. And yeah, we're, we're discussing the album American Tragedy by Hollywood and Dead this week, which... Uh, yeah, it's one of our favorite albums. I think it's one of the first albums, and I think I mentioned this in the podcast, that like, it's one of the first things that we really clicked over like as friends. Like, It was one of the things that kind of helped us to get friendly with each other. I don't know what I'm fucking saying here. Look, I apologize. This is terrible. I like This is my 12th attempt, and I am not getting any better at this. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we are going to sit down and discuss this album together. I'll save any sort of opinions other than just saying, like, uh, I love this fucking album. I love this band. I think that they've only gotten better with time, but this was one, like, I think this was, like, I had heard their first tracks, you know, like, their first album a few times, but this is the album that really kind of got me into them as artists, and, yeah, I'm fucking excited to be able to sit down and discuss this with, uh, with with my good buddy Lee Houston. And before I start that up. I just want to say a quick thank you to anybody who may be listening out there. Uh, doing a podcast has always been a dream of mine. I know everybody has a fucking podcast. Everybody and their mothers have a podcast, but um, yeah, I'm really fucking excited to get this going. So thank you guys for tuning in, listening, and uh, yeah, let me know what you guys think of this episode, and hopefully there's a lot more to come. So let's get down to it. This is the What's That Noise podcast with my buddy, Lee Houston. So here we go. All right, everybody, and we are back with my first ever guest for hey, this podcast. It's, it's my me. buddy Lee Houston. It's Lee Houston. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, buddy? I'm good, bro. I'm kind of tired, but we're vibing. Good, bro. Good. How was your week? Uh, bro, it's pretty cool. My girlfriend like is official. Oh yeah, my girlfriend's officially living with me now. That's How's pretty tight. That's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. How's it going? Uh, it's going pretty good. Like we only fight like twice a day. That's it's <laughs> pretty cool. That's what we call lit. Yeah, that's 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 above the it's above the norm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking. No, I love her. It's it's fun. It's fun. good. But other than that, yeah, just doing that, then like uh, setting up some like lights and shit, and then doing music production for our 
our fucking project. So yeah, for those of you that don't know, I guess nobody knows because this is the first episode of this podcast. Uh, me and Lee are in a band together called Remember Me When. Uh, stream it on Spotify, YouTube, anywhere, and uh, yeah, let us know what you think. But okay, so let's get into it. This week, you picked. I guess we kind of picked it together. Uh, American Tragedy by Hollywood Undead. Yeah, one of the best albums like ever made. Yeah, it's a fucking great album, mm-hmm. dog. Uh, so, like, what made you pick this album? <laughs> Shit, <laughs> you, <laughs> me. Yeah. <laughs> like you're like, yo, go think about an album. I was like, tight. I was gonna go think about one, and then you're like, I have the album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I didn't really give him a chance. Uh, no, I'm that's just, that's more than okay. Like, it's literally one of my favorite albums. It was actually the first album that I bought. Yeah. And then yeah, so it worked out perfectly. No, I think I think it did. It was like this album is how him and I really like one of the ways that him and I Mm -hmm. connected as friends. And uh, yeah, I figured it'd be a good you know, he be the first guest for this, and that like the first album we really bonded at over uh, would be the first topic. Mm -hmm. Next, we got to do Big Time Rush though. Oh, dude, I'm so down for Big Time Rush. But yeah, Big Time Rush. I don't know the album names or anything. We'll figure it out. Uh, just the self-titled. Yep. That's pretty easy to remember the name of. Yeah, yeah. Then there's like... I think it's Elevate or Paralyzed. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, so um, so basically, I'm just going to give you all the rundown on how this podcast is going to work. Uh, basically, I'm going to ask the guests two questions. I just asked them the first one, which is, why did you pick this album? The second question, which I'll ask right now, is, do you remember the first time you heard this album and it like clicked for you? And what were you doing? Uh, yes and no. I kind of do, kind of don't. I remember when I bought it when I first listened to it. And yeah. It was at Hastings. Like, rest fucking in peace. Miss I Hastings, fucking yeah. Miss, did, like, uh, for people who don't live close by, we live in Spokane. And, like, all the Hastings are gone in Washington. But there is a ripoff Hastings over in Idaho in Quarter Lane. And it legitimately is, is Hastings. It's it's one of my favorite places to go right now. Have you been there? I have not. No. It's so fucking lit. Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> Yo, uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and um, we are back. Sorry about that. I uh, I had misplaced my nicotine, and um, as anybody with a nicotine addiction knows, that is a fucking problem. It's a problem. But so you were saying you uh, you found it at a Hastings. Yeah, I found it at a Hastings. Mom didn't want to buy it, but I fucking made her. <laughs> Talked her into it. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, Mom, come on, please, Pop, please, and then yeah. Wait, what was the question? I I, <laughs> I got good. such. Oh, when was the first time? Yeah, well, when was the first time you heard this album? Uh, so like, I had like this friend group. I remember, it was near my house. It was in these apartments, and like I hung around these kids, and uh, they were always listening to like Hollywood and Dead. At, at first, I didn't really fuck with it that heavy. I was like. It's not country, <laughs> yeah. Because I like country at the time and like just normal rock. I didn't like like the rap and rock. I was also like in fucking just gone like seventh grade. I think yeah. is when I figured I listened to it the first time. I was like, I don't really like this. Then eh, they just kind of grew on me and grew on me. And then I was like, fuck, these guys are fucking amazing. Mine was pretty similar, except for like uh, my it was their first album it was the first time that I actually heard them. I lived in a trailer park at the time, and we were just a bunch of dirty ghetto white kids. And somebody yeah, played. Yeah, went with me too. <laughs> yeah, and somebody played everywhere I go for the first time, and I kind of had the same reaction at first. I was like, I don't really like this. Like mm-hmm. in my household, like 
it was Christian music yeah. and whatever pop rock was on the radio, and that yeah. was fucking it. So, like, I heard that, and my initial reaction was, like, I don't think my mom wants me listening to this. Yeah, oh, dude, yeah, facts. Especially because, like, when they first introduced it, they were playing the songs with Jeffree Star. Oh, my God, yeah, from <laughs> way back in the day, yeah. Yeah, so they were, like, it was, like, this album, but they were also playing the old stuff from, like, Swan Songs in that yeah. era. So, like, there's all these fucked up songs. So I was, like, yo, this isn't, this isn't vibes. My mom wouldn't be cool with this. Yeah, mom wasn't cool with this. Jesus isn't cool with this, guys. <laughs> yeah, but eventually, same as you, I'm sure. Like, I got into him. I think it was Undead and Number 5. Oh, dude, Number me. 5 changed everything. And then I remember, like... Did you know that there was a there was the sixth member in Number yeah, 5? Yeah, Shady Jeff. Shady Jeff. Yep. Yeah. That shit blew my mind. Yeah, they changed the lyrics on the album because there's a pre-album version of number five where he, mm-hmm. like, you know, the... Uh, Dude, is it truly screwed my... Mo- that was shade. Yeah, and then there's the part in the end when Funny's doing the... God, what are the lyrics to that part of the song? This is great podcasting, by the way. I'm just sitting here looking shit up. That's how you do it. We don't. Okay. We can't hire people. No, we cannot. We are broke boys, but let yeah, me see here. Poor. It's the part in the song where... <clears throat> Uh, can't stop, won't stop. Charlie make the booty drop like that. Yeah, it that used to so be lit. can't stop, won't stop. Shady make the booty drop, but now it's can't stop, won't stop. Peters make the booty drop. I don't know who the fuck Peters is, but I think that might be their touring drummer or something. I don't know, but anyway, might have been. I remember like their I touring was, drummer looks so tight. He is a badass. He looks so drummer. fucking cool. They had Luke Holland for a minute too. Are you serious? Yeah, he's the one that did the drums on the new Empire album. That's but, fucking uh, cool. To get back to it. I remember, like, after getting into them, I didn't buy the album, but I had seen the music video. And we'll talk about the song, obviously, when it comes up to it. But for uh, the music video for fucking Hear Me Now. I remember oh, seeing dude, that video now, for yeah, the first dude, 100%, 100%. time. 100%. And, like, obviously, they had lost their original singer, and I, like, I didn't really know much about it. I've never been one to have the mentality of, like, every band has to be the core original members for it to work. And, in fact, I think Hollywood Undead has only gotten better with time, but... I remember hearing Danny for the first time and seeing that video mm-hmm. for the first time, and they're on this like moving stage on yeah, a truck. Yeah, this shit was so fucking cool, and I was blown the fuck away. That's I remember just wonder. like, I wonder what that sounded like. I know. I, <laughs> I was, was just, what... all they heard was just to get it. Well, like, you like, know, because like since we've like done like music videos, I wonder if they like fucking also muted their fucking symbol. Well, so all you hear is tonk tonk tonk. Yeah, and then on top of that, like, there's no way they were fucking performing it because they had the full masks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Without the mouthpieces cut out, so it would just be like... <laughs> I guarantee you they had that fucking shit muted in 100%. There so they could hear the actual music. I mean, I don't know, though. They could have, but like, it seems like the time and like such a large production that they probably were allowed to do it. Because it yeah, was a big production. Like They had to block huge. off streets in Hollywood to do that. Because they were going down Sunset Boulevard, which is a huge mm-hmm. strip. In fucking California, Los Angeles. Oh, they shut their roads down? I thought they were just yeah. driving with other cars. No, there were no other cars on it. The, there are people walking up and down the sidewalks, but I'm pretty sure they shut it down. Eh. But yeah, I'm like... Imagine they hit a stoplight. Oh my God, yeah. No, there's no fucking stoplights for them, bro. They just plow through. <laughs> but yeah, no, so... uh so, yeah, like, I think both of us kind of had the same experience where it was, you know, we weren't super into them at first, and then it was just, like, it Everything switched. was about them. This was the first band that, like, kind of expanded my mind because, like, around the time, uh, metalcore and post-hardcore and, you know, it, it became super, super popular, at least around the people that I was around, screaming in music and, like, heavy shit, and I was so against that. Mm-hmm. And this was the band that really kind of broke me out of that initially. Yeah, 
They weren't for me. I listened to them, but I still couldn't get into heavy music till I was 16. I respect that. Yeah, it took me a while to you like really. You know what really? strangely got me into heavy music? Huh. 21 Pilots. That's so interesting. <laughs> it's it's so weird, like, weird. what the band is that breaks you into that. Yeah, it was 21 Pilots. I was like, yo, he's doing some screaming stuff. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I heard of, like, Famous Last Words, like, the band. And I was like, yo, this is kind of lit. Famous Last Words is good. I, I still love that we got, like, I got to be there to see you meet the guy. Yeah, dude, like a little fucking fangirl. That shit yeah. was crazy. I get it, though, dude. They're just those people. That well, it was genuinely like the first person who got me like into metal music, and then he's just over there. like He's in the bathroom bleeding, Yeah, and I'm just like, <laughs> dude, that's how I felt when I met Danny from yeah. Asking Alexandria. Well, I that was fucking... makes more sense. That guy's way fucking bigger, I, I way was better. starstruck, though, dude. Yeah, like, would have been, too. Oh, my God. He was so nice, too. But, all right, let's get back to the topic. He's so, like, I'm going to come on you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Maybe. Uh, so, all righty, guys. We're going to get into the next section of what this podcast is going to be. And to set this up a little bit, pretty simple. Uh, whatever the album is, we go track-by-track track analysis for every single song, including the deluxe edition. Um, in this case, uh, they released the deluxe edition, and then there was a bonus track that was only released in a certain part of the world. I don't exactly know which part of the world it was, but so we are going to be going through right now just the initial album release uh, in track-by-track track order. So starting with Been to Hell, which... Not I, high on my list. It's high on my list. I think that that is one of the best opening tracks to an album like it's such a punch in the mouth mm -hmm. and it's so hollywood undead like there's the seriousness and then the cockiness and it was a perfect intro track for uh for showcasing not only the existing members but bringing danny in because that chorus yeah. is so fucking good it's all of his courses are fucking amazing they really danny are goes crazy but like especially like you know you pop the cd and because this was the time when cds were still popular but kind of phasing out yeah and they're still cool to have yeah and like yeah so i yeah i gotta say i think that this track fucking kills it I do this wasn't it for you no it really wasn't i'm surprised at that to, i could tell you right now which ones are my least favorite hold up hold up hold up we'll get there don't worry we're gonna go in order. glory's the lowest bro <laughs> we'll get there we'll get there That's i want to go bottom up glory <laughs> so for me i think though like, it's so funny because back in the day, like, I remember Hollywood Undead fans, and I'm sure anybody that is a Hollywood Undead fan has experienced this. Like, you pick your member and you yeah, stick you, to that member, you, right? Yeah, has always been the one. But for me, it's changed so much. Like, as a kid. Or Charlie Scene. For, as a kid, it was J-Dog and J3T for me. And they're still dope, don't get me wrong. But, like, I've come to appreciate Charlie Scene in such a weird way. He takes most of this album for me. Like... Charlie's pretty fucking tight. He's I do great, like that boy. Especially in this one, Charlie just takes the fucking cake with like, well, me, yeah, ahead, so ahead. many fucking slaps in there. Dude. Yeah, but in this song in particular, coming back down, dude. Yeah, you're right. Well, actually, no, that's mostly J3T, ain't it? I think it's J Dog, J3T, and Char Danny in that one. But um, yeah, I think you're totally right. This one, dude. Like, <sighs> hang on. Where's the fucking? Where's his? Yeah. So like, my favorite fucking lyric in this. From in this song from him is uh, I'll never let you go because I know you'll come back to me. I'm the reason you came here. I'm the American tragedy. That's yeah, just that's a such fucking hard line. a hard drop, bro. Dude, so, he does have some absolute like heavy hitters. hitters. Yeah. Hitters, dude. No joke. And yeah, so I would say the chorus goes hard as fuck. Charlie takes this. For me, this is a total hit. I wish we could fucking load the audio while we did these. What was that? Listen, pulled up yeah. the audio. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't think Spotify would be cool with that. No. 
But probably not. We can pretend. We can pretend. But yeah, so this isn't, isn't a hit that for a you? lyric too? <laughs> I think it no. might be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, it's it's like a hit, but it's not like a good hit. Like a reluctant hit for it's, you. It's something that comes on and it's a fifty-fifty. If I'm gonna skip it. That's fair. Okay, so for me, I guess this is something I should have explained from the top too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, essentially, the way we're going to rank these. Okay, so that okay, that chorus though does go crazy. Good. Good. Yeah. See, I fucking told you this yeah. song's good. But so the way that we're going to rank these essentially is on a hit or miss scale, and you know, throwing different adjectives. So for this one, for me, this is a total hit. For you, would you call it a reluctant hit? I'd put it in the middle. The middle, like a mid hit. Yeah, I'd put it in mid hit. Like it's okay. a slap. Like sometimes when it comes on, it goes fucking crazy. Yeah. But like, it's like, does it go crazy every time? No. I just don't. I don't get it, man. It's not like Undead, bro. So I think it's just as good as Undead. That's one thing about Hollywood Undead is the first track to all of their albums is a banger. Like, it's undeniable, dude. Like, I haven't checked it Undead, right. Been to Hell, uh, Notes from the Underground. I'm pretty sure God, that that's... God, dude, uh, Dead Bite is literally one of my favorite. I almost wish we did fucking Notes from the Underground. <laughs> we can do that next time for sure because yeah. that, that is a fucking killer album. That's a, that's a, that album, go, there's almost no misses on there. No, not at all, man. And yeah, but that's just one thing you can always rely on is that they're always going to have you heavy like hitters. You like Pigskin, though. I fucking love Pigskin. I didn't used to. That's actually something we'll talk about here with the next song. We'll move on to Apologize. Because you liked Up and Smoke. I did, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, for Apologize, like, these are the type of tracks that I did not used to like from Hollywood Undead. I was, like, basically a straight-edge little kid. I'd never partied, never did anything. So any song of theirs that had to do with, like, the, the cockiness or, like, the fucking, you know, like, the over the top gangsterism is, like, I guess the sarcastic nature I didn't enjoy, but now I've come to appreciate it because it's like that's what kind of Hollywood Undead started with, right? Like yeah. it was a sarcastic rap band. That's what they were, a rap rock band. And now I just fucking love it. Like it's so much fun to sit down. Fun. You know what I mean? And like listen to these songs and just laugh. And I, know, this I was one, playing it the other day. I was giving uh, you sell the crap. I was like, you only listen to songs about like sex and shit. Cause yeah. You listen to most like Doja Cat, uh, SZA and shit. Like mostly, mostly artists that are just sing about like eat my pussy and shit, <laughs> which which is all cool. But yeah. I'm like, don't you ever get tired of that? And then I, she, I put on some heavy music. Like, I don't want to listen to this. I was like, yeah, you want to listen to party music? So I put on everywhere I go. <laughs> and then she's like, you're listening to party music. I'm like, yeah, but this is lit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so where's where's this one for you? Apologize. Apologize. Like, yeah, I give it. I still give it that one a hit. Yeah. The the fucking synth work in that fucking. It's great. Yeah, the we don't apologize. Like, yeah. hey, it's a statement. They don't give a shit about everything. And then some of the like the verse, the verse. I don't like the chorus as much on that one. It's it's kind of like the verses on that are so hard. Go crazy. Charlie Scene and J3T take this one for me, hundred and fifty percent. I did miss watching those like old like lyric videos where you can watch all like the all the masks. Yeah. And for those of you that are Hollywood and Dead fans and have been for a long time, you know what we're talking about. They're the lyric videos with the little animated masks and yeah. the lyrics for if who's you don't singing know, it. Get fucking better. Get good, bro. Yeah. Like, there's no on. there's no camera, but if there was, I'd be looking into it. But yeah, I'd be like no. be better. Hundred percent, dude. So, like, you can't not have fun when you're listening to shit like. You know, it's easy to be drunk when it's hard to be sober. I'm a steal your yeah, least dude. rover and pull police over. over. Like, dude, <laughs> Charlie Seen is so much fun as a rapper because he, he can be so hard and then just so funny out of nowhere. Like, I'm known hard. to punch him at the dick in in the dick at the end of a fight, and I'm, I'm I'll never say I'm sorry at the end of the night, right? And then you got fucking J3T coming in. 
fucking uh, so many dollars stuffed in my wallet. Chain so bling. Yeah, you know that I'm a baller. Like, I hated that back in I'm the day. I'm popping a wheelie. It's because I'm jacking your bike. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's one of my it's favorite so lines great, dude. of the whole thing. But, like, yeah, I got to say, like, I almost, when I was listening to this, I almost was like, maybe Charlie takes it again. But then J3T came in and he mm-hmm. took it. For me, this is like a straight... Middle of the oh, line dude, hit. Then there's that, yeah, there's that line way down in there just like, now what's a man to do when another holds a Bible? Yeah, like it gets serious. Yes. You know what I mean? Like it starts fucked up, but yeah, and the Vatican suing me, holding me liable. Confessions of a kid and they call him suicidal. suicidal. Yeah, dude. Like it's it gets so serious but so playful at the same time. I love the way that J3T specifically can really bounce back and forth between that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that shit is so cool. And then, yeah, so for this, this song for me, it's a big hit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, big, it's big it's fun. It's something that I wouldn't have put in a hit back in the day, but this one does it for me, you know? Yeah. So next is... Hit. <laughs> <laughs> next is Coming In Hot. It's one of my favorite. I remember that f- when that fucking music video came out. It dude. is one of the funniest music videos. It's one of my favorite videos. fucking ones. Like, they're all just as, like, Mexicans. Yeah, they're all straight up Mexican the plantain fields, farmers, dude. And they're yeah. fucking, yeah, they're working <laughs> <Just> for... Like- <laughs> J3T, who's in disguise as a farmer, mm-hmm. just trying to have a good time and bang and his daughters. Fuck, yeah, yeah, fuck his daughter, bro. <laughs> that shit was so fucking funny. If there's three, one word to describe this track, it's party, 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 yeah, bro. Yeah, like, absolutely. This, again, is the type of track that I was not ugh, a fan of in my self-serious youth, where everything had to be super serious all the time. But now I love it. Like... You know, being a person now that's like goes out and responsibly parties with his friends, like yeah. it's just so much fun, you know, to go out and just get drunk and have a good time. And that's what this song is about, bro. Like the chorus, too, is so much fucking fun. Dude, I love what, looking at those goddamn like uh, TikToks where it's girls just like all the feminine feminism leaving my body as soon as yeah, Hollywood soon as song drops. Yeah, comes they're on. killer, bro. Yeah, it's uh, just so funny, which I get it, dude. Like shit. But yeah, so, like, another thing that's really great about this song is how well, like, I couldn't give somebody the, like, the the height of the verses in this song because Funny and Charlie just play off each other so fucking well, bro. Yeah. They're just, they're flowing, it's perfect, it's fun, it's nasty. And my favorite, my favorite fucking lyric in this song, we drink so much goose, we, we turn, turn it, it into, into geese. geese. That's yeah. fucking killer, bro. What else can you say about it? This song is fun. It's a fucking party anthem, bro. It's a hit. It, it can't is. be anything but a hit. Next. Now, this one in my recent listening kind of blew my mind how much I really enjoyed this song. And it's My Town. I was never the biggest fan of this I've one. I've never been a big fan of that song. I don't know what it is, bro, but it's just like the, you know, after coming off of like the grandiose first three songs, My Town comes in and it's groovy and it's like, it just gives you, it gives me the vibe. It reminds me of like when you and I would go longboarding downtown, just stoned out of our mind. Bro. God, I do miss those days. And it like, that's what it feels like. Just getting together with your boys okay, and yeah, feeling like you from own that. the town. You know what I'm saying? It's. It was like I was saying. It was not a favorite of mine growing yeah, it's up. It's never really been one of mine. But now I like I've grown to really appreciate the feeling of like you know because it it really does in my opinion detail the feeling like that that prideful feeling of like being in a band with your best friends and like 
you know, whether it's playing a show or you're all just together doing something and walking around. Bro, you we just, barely play shows. I know, but you know walk. what I mean, though. We, we barely walk. If, <laughs> <laughs> we don't even go downtown anymore. That shit kind of sketchy now. <laughs> you ruined my thing. <laughs> it's not our town anymore. No, dude. but you know what I'm saying, though. You like, s- it It feels <laughs> like like it's just getting together with your boys and feeling like you're on top of the world. Yeah, no, I get that. You I know, I think J3. Like, you feeling like at the top. And Danny, take this one for me. Um, but yeah, man, good ass fucking track. You good know, track. you can't get over like even funny in this one, dude. Funny Yo, takes anything. For flood me. the scene, hit the strip, get my fix. Got some sniffles in a sack. Run this town like a sprinter on a track. Like it's, it's the just so much. Great, He's but great. I do not put it as a hit for me. Really? I put this one as a hard hit for me. So this one's a, what would you say, like a, a miss, just a straight miss? Just a straight miss for me. All right, for sure. I can respect that. Now, the I, next one. I will genuinely almost skip it every time. The next one, this one's I'm, like, conflicted about, and it's I Don't Want to Die. Oh, I fucking love I Don't Want to Die. This one is such a mid for me. Like, I, I really love the, like, the, I guess the story of this, which I've heard J3T talk about. This is, like, the idea of, you know, having to kill to survive not because you want to because you're psychotic but like you're put in a position where you have to kill somebody to survive right that's the idea behind this you know i don't want to die so you're gonna have to yes yeah, so it's a deep i song, get it man. but they, like they preach in their lives the chorus here. is kind of a miss for me the chorus doesn't go crazy but the words behind it no actually no i i'm gonna change my mind on that i like the chorus the Do chorus you? goes crazy I think the chorus leaves a little to be desired. Johnny, I think takes J3T takes the song for sure. Oh, it's his song. Like it's it's hundred percent his song. Charlie comes in in the beginning and it's good. It's good. Yeah. But uh, I think the part of this song that really stands out the most for me is the bridge. The bridge goes wild. Yeah, the I bridge absolutely goes just unrelentingly hard as fuck. But for me, like I want to like this song more than I do, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna put this as a reluctant mid. Next song is hit out of ten out of ten. Oh yeah, hundred percent. What would you rate this one though for you? Like on the scale, you know, hit or miss or mid. Like what? What that is song? this? On uh, no, no, on no, uh, I don't want to die. I say a hit, just a straight hit or yeah, like I'd say a. It's a straight hit. I don't okay. usually skip it. For sure. Okay, so the next one. Straight if you know hit. Hollywood and Dead, you know this song. It's, it's Hear hit. Me we Now. Already, we already went over this yeah, one. Yeah, it's, it's the big a... single for this track. As I was talking about in the beginning, like I remember seeing that music video and being so blown away. Like that is what made me want to be. In a rock band. Yeah. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. I remember like literally one thing that made me really want to be the band and Jacob, our bassist, was a part of this for sometimes for some time. But um I would take random instruments. You remember stomp videos, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like we'd go grab grab like random objects, like like old bins to put laundry in or like little trash cans and old trash cans, like plastics plastic ones. Then we take it down to like my my room and we just to like turn on like a strobe light and just blast Hollywood Undead and just fucking hit random shit to the beat of it. That's dope. It was so fucking tight. It's great, dude. Like, yeah, I. It's that. It it's so cool. Ooh, pardon me, burped. That's great podcasting. Um, but no, yeah. So like, the one thing that really stands out for this song to me is it feels like, like J Dog's intensity, in the first verse juxtaposed by that unforgettable chorus and then you throw in j dog or j3t pardon me his like emotional reflective lyrics in his verse it just like this song hits so many different levels for me mm-hmm. you know what i mean you can be angry you can be sad you can be fucking pumped up you it just it's everything bro and then the fucking bridge 
The bridge is perfect. It's literally like a fucking little piece of ice cream when you're done eating dinner. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. It's like a little piece This is of dessert. the dessert, you know yeah, what I like mean? It's like the dessert, and then they're like, here's some more dinner. <laughs> so you get through the bridge, and you're full. You're done. Yeah. And they're like, here's some more. Yeah, here's some more of that shit you really like. But I, I like ham. Yeah. So <laughs> What the so, fuck are you talking so about? Like, here's your dessert. And here's some ham. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. That's good shit. <laughs> I respect it. That's, yeah, that's good shit. Right? Good shit. That's, that's good shit. I'd say this song is an undeniable 10, out of 10, 10, 10. out of 10. 100%. This is an undeniable hit for me. Absolutely. Undeniable hit through and through. Very, very easily. Now, the next song, right? I didn't. It's another one I did not fucking like, but I fucking love it now. It is Gangsta Sexy. I can't get on it. You can't, bro. I can't. Come on, dude. This is there, you there, in a song, dude. There's so many. There's there's lines in there I like. I fucking hate the chorus, dude. Do you really, I bro? Hate that chorus. Got my diamond earrings gonna turn you on. I preserve my sexy and I'm packing heat, so don't disrespect Respect. me. That's yeah. fucking great. It, no, it's a, I don't know, dude. It's confusing, bro. You gotta be I drunk. Like, I like it, but like I don't like it at the same time, <laughs> dude. Like, come on, though. Yo, like, that sounds. Why don't we have a drink? Before? Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, we got to record. I don't. Yeah, I do, bro. <laughs> Dude, like, I just got to press a button. Like, one of my favorite lines, right, is, like, this whole song, like, getting up to the point, it's, like, it's funny, but it's good, right? And then, like, <laughs> where's the where's There's the fucking There's some catchy line? hooks in that shit, though. There's, ho- there's yeah. hooks all over in that shit. Yeah, so, uh... <laughs> Hold up and let me lace up the Tims. Yep. I'm only 26, but so is the rims. I want to hit the dance floor and thrust my pelvis. I look so good, a million bucks is jealous, right? So it's like it's funny, and then that's what he says. I thought I thought he said I'm like Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> no, I part, and then this one just gets me every time. Like he's talking, like he's so fly, he's dope. You imagine he's gonna talk about like pulling up in a Bugatti, right, or some shit, yeah. right? So I parked the Huffy, which is a fucking bike, like a pedal bike, <laughs> kicked down the kickstand. <laughs> like, it's so fucking, dude. Oh, God. This is what I love about fucking Charlie's scene, right? Like, he's the funniest one. <laughs> I like watching it? him live where he's just like, yes, no, yes, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> dude, one of my favorite things he did when we most recently saw him is like, he goes, go who thinks him. I'm the best rapper in the band? And everybody goes, he goes, thank you, thank you, thank you. And he goes, now who thinks I'm not the best rapper in the band? And everybody puts their hands up and he goes, fuck you, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. It was so funny, dude. But yeah, yeah. You, like, I'm kind of surprised that you as a person do not rock with this song. Because this song feels like I might. You. I haven't really listened to it as an older age. You maybe. didn't listen to it over the week? No. You motherfucker. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> this is the first podcast, I was ladies li- and gentlemen. We'll I was get- listening to the other albums. Motherfucker. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. But for me, like, this is the track you bump, get drunk to, and you feel yourself. You know what I mean? Not take yourself too seriously. Literally touching your tits or some shit. Yeah, but bro, you just have a good stuff. time. You know what I mean? In the club. I don't go to clubs. Um, but if either. I did. I'd hope yeah, this song would be Yeah, we listen to a lot played. of party music. You're like spitting like, party. And you're like, you're the hardest one to get out of the house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really am. I just get drunk and feel myself. Like, I just, I get drunk and then I sit down and I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I know, dude. I've been getting my girlfriend more on that wave lately. Yeah. I'm so it's fun. the way to be, bro. It's so much cheaper. I don't want to go out to a fucking money, club. bro. Yeah. I don't got money like that. Now, and we already talked, you already mentioned that you don't like the song. And I feel like if you would have listened to it recently, no, like you were fucking supposed to. It will never change. Glory. It was my alarm for two. It years. was my alarm too, and that's why I hated it. But now I love it. There, like this track is so cinematic. one out of fifty plays. I will love that song. 
The rest of them Because it's fucking great bro You can't like I'm Dead sorry bro This song is so cinematic Like this it's is very cinematic This is one of the first songs Like Fucking annoying Obviously you have like Paradise Lost Right on the last album yeah, That's like old. And Young That's like a J3T Oh Young is such a good one But this one I feel like for me Is really what made those songs Something that I like Look forward to Is yeah. Glory Because it's so good It's so <sighs> Pardon me Cinematic the chorus is epic. The, the verses, verses are perfect. Go, the verses are wild. The I will bridge give that. is tense. Like it's like, I don't know how to explain the song other than to say it feels like you're on a fucking battlefield. It feels like you're holding a rubber band and you don't know if it's gonna break. Your analogies are something else. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, you're I like, mean, yeah, you're just like cinematic, like yeah. Think of a battlefield, like you have a rifle to your face, you're gonna die, and then it's just like you ever hold a fucking rubber band, yeah, bro. You're, you're like just... that shit's like tense, and you're like you're like fucking playing it like a guitar, or something, yeah, like you know? when you're stringing you're like, a guitar, and also it breaks, dude. That's just as much tension as being on the battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh my god! Just say I'm wrong. <laughs> that's just horrifying. I mean, I don't have the experience. You so. ever have a fucking friend hold a like a rubber band up to you, and you're like. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. tense, bro. It's tense for sure. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. you know what? We'll go. This one for me is rubber band tense hit. Yeah. That's what this song give is. It. No, okay, like I said, I only don't like it because that was my alarm clock for two years straight. You got to get over that, bro, because this song goes hard. I can't. Well, I can get over it as long as I get over that first, like, intro. Like, the like that, like, swell. Yeah, I, as long as I can get over that, as, once the once it gets into the verses, I'm like, yeah, this shit's fucking tight. But <laughs> before that, I can't, like when I hear that intro, I'm like, mm, skip, yep. dude. So, all right, we won't spend too much time on this. So I'm gonna say that this song, like I said, rubber yeah, got, band tense hit. What rubber would you band say? Tense hit, yeah. You're gonna go with that, yeah. okay? Except the beginning is fucking dog shit. Just remind you of getting up for school. Yes, dude. <laughs> but okay, so the next one. This is one of my favorite tracks, and nobody fucking talks about it. It's Lights, Lights out. out. That shit is wild. Like, this, that shit makes me want to fight people. It's so underrated. I still believe to this day that this song was a diss track to Deuce and his crew. It could Oh, it not definitely be. was. It yeah, definitely they is. denied it, but I think that could have more to do with the fact that they jumped Deuce and were in a lawsuit with him at the time, and they couldn't talk about it. But yeah, dude. it has to be. Everybody on this track brings it. I couldn't pick somebody. Everyone. I couldn't pick somebody. Like, then... Then there's oh like Danny. God. I don't feel like Danny would like. He don't look like the type who would jump someone. He looks like he was he one was... of the ones that was there. It was him, Funny Man, and J Dog that oh, jumped really? him outside of that club. Do you do you remember seeing the pictures of that back uh, in the day? Yeah, I remember. Of like oh, his I didn't know busted mask Dan- on the ground. Of oh. Deuce's busted mask on the ground. No, they caught him outside of one of his shows, bro, and fucking housed his ass. And like there was pictures of a crime scene photos of his mask on the ground. He wears that mask in the music video for the one because one is duct-taped. so good. It's duct taped on the thing. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that part. Yeah. And then, like, I remember watching this interview where they were talking about it, and they were like, we can't say anything about that. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And just, like, the guy was like, really? He was like, really? You need to stop asking the fucking question, bro. Like, don't ask me. I, I feel like Danny, though, like, just kind of popped up with all these, like, gangsters. 100%. And he's just, just like, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember he was on American Idol right before. He got, like, he just got approved, and then Hollywood and Dead. You just join them. And I love when people do that. Like fucking the singer for Rain City Drive. Rain now. City Drive, yeah. Left the Andrew voice. Matthew, or was it the X Factor? One of those. One of those shows. He left to join X Factor. Yeah, but yeah, no. So like, like I was saying, man, nobody fucking. I don't think he left it. I think he just, just he just didn't win. No, I'm pretty sure that he was in the middle of it and just left. Cause same with Danny. Danny didn't get that far in there. He won the initial thing. Yeah, he won the like. Auditions. He made it to Hollywood and then just bounced. Yeah. 
but no, like, dude, no, that kid went almost the whole way. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Fuck. Pretty sure. And well, he did a solo project for a while. This is not about them. Band. No, but still, it's it's good. It's good podcast talk. Fuck that band. I'm just joking. I love them. They're, They're great. I fucking love them to death. They once fucking but, messaged me. Like I said, basically everybody on this track fucking brings it, dude. Nobody outshines the other because everybody is firing on all fucking. Yeah, cylinders. dude. They're like, fuck you, Deuce. The one fucking damn right. The one fucking line in this that just gets me so pumped every time I hear it is, I'm going to roll your crew up like a fat-ass roach and put you in my ashtray because you just got smoked. Yeah, like it's, dude, the, the fucking analogy is, it's is so almost good, as bro. good as mine. This one, solid hit. Solid hit. Now, the next one. Yo, your laundry's now. done. Oh. I heard the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, All right, coming back down. 10 out of 10. 100 bit. We don't even got to talk about it. Shit, just... Get, that's just my, one of my favorite songs. I'm really sorry to disappoint you. You don't like coming back down, bro? I don't not like it. It's a great song. It's hard to listen to for me. I found it really hard to listen to this time around. Why? The song is talking about... Because you just can't escape? No, no. This song it's like is... you're... I thought you were here with me now. <laughs> but the words you say... <laughs> always seem to fade out. No. Since you... <laughs> Honestly, because of Nate. Like, because the song's uh, talking about death, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's I just like so. it's it's tough for me to listen to that shit nowadays. It's just like for the, for the, nobody knows, but we, I had a buddy that passed away recently, and I guess a couple years ago now. But it's just it's so I already have an aversion to sad songs. I don't know why. I just like yeah. I can't. It like breaks my heart to listen to him, so I can't listen to him. It's nothing wrong with this song. I think the song is great. Wait, what did you say right there? What I was saying is that I think the song is great. It just like song it's is so. Good. That's okay. It's so tough for me to like listen to this shit. It's a, like I said, it's nothing against the song. It's a and good I guess song. it's a hit. You know what I mean? It's, it's a hit. It's You're a good hit. A sad boy it, right now. it really does capture the feelings of lost denial and acceptance. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, dude. It makes you fucking think. It really does. It's an amazing song, though. Regardless of anything that I could say about it making me too sad, it really is. And mm-hmm. I think that's a testament to how good the song is that it affects me in such a way. Yes, yeah, so that's that's what makes it a good song, bro. I all agree that, with you. Like when it puts you in your feels, that's how you know. Like. When it comes to like our music, do you think that we wrote "Walk Away" to be like, yeah, I'd, like it's supposed to be like you relate, so you feel like you're not alone? Yeah. Come on. I mean, that's set me tough fr- for me to listen Dude, to. I remember I was talking to Isela about like fucking set me free. She's like, I thought you guys were like party boys, like listening to your music. I was like, our music's sad as fuck. What are you talking about? And I was like, set me free is about like killing yourself. Yeah, literally. <laughs> She's like, what? I'm like. Set me free. Go listen to the lyrics, dog. <laughs> yeah, it's like, set me free, bro. That's so funny. <laughs> set me free from this world. Could you imagine? Maybe the saddest partiers in the world was just sitting there with a bottle and just fucking like, I feel this fire with my own mm-hmm. uh, That's one of our songs. We'll, we'll, we'll drop that in here so you guys can get a quick taste of that since we can do that because it's our shit. I'm going to copyright it. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. All right, so where would you rank... Coming back down. Hit, mid, miss. 100% hit. 10 out of 10, 10 9 out of 10. 10. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. I'll go with you on that because my I don't feel like my my problems with it really take anything away from the song. No, they just remind you. They're, they're doing, it's doing it's doing its doing what job. it's supposed to That's do. That's literally its job. Not now, drink from my gallon of water. the next track, perhaps the happiest song about suicide ever fucking bullet. <laughs> it is hit. bullet. Don't got to talk about nothing. This is hit. the song that I got everybody obsessed with in my middle school. Yeah, like I, so I was lit. the one that listened to Hollywood Undead. It was me and like one other person mm-hmm. that actually went to my school, right? 
And I play this shit and I play this song and I remember everybody around me being like, yo, that's actually kind of good. What is that? And then it spread like wildfire. Mm-hmm. I like to think that it was me. It was probably a couple other people. But fuck you. This is my podcast. It's me. I did mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I burped again. But bro, stop. I can't, bro. I'm so burpy. Burp. But dude, like. Absolute hit. I remember um, there were two certain songs. I was in this uh, acoustic guitar class uh-huh. for a little while. And every single week we had to choose a song. We had to perform it. Yeah. And we had to sing to the class. And I had chose two songs that made it like an impact. Number one, Terrible Things. By Mayday Parade? Yeah, I played that. And oh, my b- Literally heart. everyone at the end of that was just like, why would you do that? <laughs> and the second one was, was a bullet, and my teacher talked to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, He's you like, pick two songs that are <laughs> but like, you pick the saddest song possible and then the happiest song about killing yourself. Yeah, he actually talked to me. He's like, He's number one. He's like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. He's like, number two, don't ever do anything like that again. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would say that this is probably the only other song that is as well-known off this album as Hear Me Now. Yeah, I'd say this so. This song blew up, and it's so crazy call- because- coming back down. You think so? Oh, yeah, most definitely. I guess that's fair. To be honest, like I, I've kind of- not phased out, but like I don't talk to a whole lot of people, so I don't really know what people. That's facts, remember. I don't either. But like at least in my circles, it was "Hear Me Now" and "Bullet." Like those were the two songs that everybody fucking loved. Mm-hmm. Um, they still play it live to this day. Like when I just saw them, they played "Bullet," which is so crazy because like still gotta go watch them live. Coming up to this time, I almost did when they released their. Yeah, you almost <laughs> did. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Uh, I almost took him because my fiance didn't want to go or couldn't go almost, and then she could go. And then they couldn't go. Sorry, bro. But like, I like I've been listening to it my whole life. It's fine. It's, it's, up to the point that this album came out, this was the like most out there Hollywood and Dead song that we'd ever heard. It was nothing like anything they had written before. And I think Charlie actually had once said he wrote this song for his personal like country band. Who? Charlie. That's Charlie Seen wrote the song like for a solo project, and then they heard it and they were like. That's a Hollywood Undead song right there. Like, yeah. And then they all started spitting on it, and they recorded it. And yeah, I can't remember where I saw that, but there was an interview back in the day that he talked about that on. Oh, but it's like, it, it, no clue about that. it's fun. The lyrics are sad. Does Charlie has a solo project? Yeah, he does now. I think it's uh, not Garth Brooks or something like that. Or, I don't remember. There's that'd something. That'd be fucking hilarious. But yeah, he does have a solo project. Same with uh, J3T, and I think Danny, too. Like, Danny is the main one out of there that would... I know... J3T definitely does. It was so sad. Did you listen to it? Yeah. Oh, my God. It broke my fucking heart. I didn't like it too much, but it was sad. It was sad as shit. But, yeah, no, like, this song is a definite shift for them, but, like, it just... 100%. It worked, and it, like, it, it really kind of brought in another side of Hollywood Undead, because yeah. they're already a very eclectic band. You know, they've got the the really hip-hoppy tracks, and then the rock tracks. They've got the sad shit. The they've got... Is- Fuck. Huh? Diverse as fuck. 100%. You could listen to like 20 different songs and hear 20 different styles from Hollywood Undead. I think that's something I've always really fucking loved. It's a main staple in their catalog, their catalog as a whole now. Mm-hmm. And I think it, you know, it's it's another piece to their puzzle that I really fucking love. I do like puzzles. I did a Mandalorian one. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I've seen it. <laughs> it's so tight. No, for real though. Like... <laughs> It's like listening to this album is just as good as doing a good old puzzle on a fucking Friday afternoon. Literally, like, we're talking about, like, this shit being, like, party shit. Like, yeah, we're getting fucked up, we're getting drunk, and I'm out here on a Friday night, like, ooh, I'm going to do my jigsaw puzzle. 5,000-piece puzzle for no reason. 800-piece. I did the corners last. (laughs) 
Way to flex, bro. <laughs> yeah. Save some for the rest of I'm us. I'm going to try, but no promises. God for real. damn. But yeah, so 10 out of 10. Easy. Yeah, 10 out of 10. Easy. Big ol' hit. Easy. Bullet, Big ol' bro. Hit. Next one. 10 out of 10. Levitate. 10 fucking 10, 10 out that of fucking, 10. That bridge. You keep talking about bridges like in each song. Like you keep sucking their dick. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> each fucking one, dude. This one, I will suck a stick. Like, it's good. Fucking goes crazy. That little fast pace that yeah. I think it's a J. It's no, Charlie. John, yep. It is Charlie? I'm pretty sure the one had to fix these damages. Is that what you're talking uh, about? Yeah. Yeah, that's Charlie. Oh, yeah. I, thought, I didn't know that was Charlie. I thought that yeah. was fucking um, the other dude. J Dog, there's six of them. <laughs> J Dog, no, J Dog has the first verse in this. That's track. what it is. Yeah, yep. yeah, 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 yeah. But like from top to bottom, the song is fucking epic, and it's always gonna be one of my favorites. A hundred percent. I'm pretty sure they played this song to too. So maybe this one too is another one that's super. Now this is one of their most popular albums. Can't stop, I need some help. Fuck you up. But like the chorus too, it's banging. It's a good sing along one. It gets stuck in your head the second you fucking hear it. Dude, that chorus goes crazy. It really does, yeah, bro. Dude. Everybody goes hard on this. And I think for me, though, J3T takes this track. Dude, yeah, gone so far, no one can save me. Who needs you when I got my baby? Just for nostalgia purposes, because like I said, J3T used to be, and he probably still is, my favorite member. J3T? Yeah, man. The mask was always the coolest fucking mask for me. No, fucking J-Dog's mask. You you say that, bro, but his, like, this is the wrong album. The three, the three, when it lit up, though, that shit was pretty cool. Did you ever notice that for his notes for the Underground album... The butterfly and the three, when the lights weren't on, were gone. They were literally, it was all the blue, like, kind of pebbly mask. Oh, that's fucking cool. And then when he turned it on, that's when the the things popped up. I wonder what it looks like inside of those fucking things. Oh, there's a picture of one of them. It's, It's one of the single tracks is the inside of their mask. It looks fucking wild. I'll show you the picture after this. Yeah, it'd be tight. But yeah, no, Levitate, there's no fucking denying no, that it's a great 10 track. 10. Charlie also, I mean, fuck, I don't even know oh, if I can give this to anybody. Like, no, no, everybody takes it. Same as Lights Out, everybody's got it. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. But you're good, bro. I've fucking <sighs> been burping through this whole thing. I'm yawning, though. Fucking smash hit. You're like Smash hit. Smash it. Anything else you want to say about this track? No, I'm good. You got it? <laughs> now the next one. I think For this me, is awesome. This is possibly my favorite. Like it's so good. Johnny it's Poetry, bro. J3T has these songs on every one of the albums where it's just like it's him and it's just him and Danny, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. This dude. song quite possibly has to be my favorite. Yeah, dude. It's fucking poetry. I remember this one time I was like talking to this one girl who liked all this kind of music, loved Hollywood and Dead. And she hadn't heard, like, this album because it was brand new. Mm-hmm. And I remember being, like, trying to, like, be all, like, cute. Just be, like, I was sending, like, verses <laughs> to, to her. I'd be, like, I'm a butterfly, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah, Dude, I was in fucking, like, middle school. <laughs> That's fair. I get it. But, like, so, for me, what makes this song, like, Wake it's. Wake up in the mo- Yeah, that shit. Yeah. It's so fucking heavy, like, emotionally. And it's something that I feel like all of us have gone through. Wondering if there's a salvation for us for the things that we've done, you know what I mean? And and Wondering if our inner child for, is still in us, the happiness yeah. that goes away because we're all depressed. It, God, man. What's <laughs> up? So, You're right. I mean, that's basically it, you know what I mean? Like, he says, say, I'll say a little prayer for the child, child in me. me. I swear I used to be one. I truly believe that I'm not just a man guy. with these I'm broken fucking, dreams. I'm fucking the guy on stage with you right now. Yeah. Just like doing those Doing the words. backups. But that even I can go to heaven if I part the seas. And what that means to me is like. Yo, that shit arrived. Yeah. <laughs> but like what it means to me, right, is like 
you know, I think everybody has these things that they regret doing in their lives. You know, you can say you don't have regrets, whatever. Deep down, everybody has done something that they regret doing, right? Something that they feel makes them a bad person. And the the words spoken there, the, at least the last, even I can go to heaven if I part the seas. It's like I can still redeem myself, but it's like it's almost like a a juxtaposition there because it's like I can do this, but like the symbolism of parting the seas, right? Like doing something so impossible. Like that's how you feel about yourself, that you've done something so unforgivable that you have to do something equally impossible to redeem yourself in your eyes. I think that that's something that is... I don't know. It's. I think that a lot of people experience that. Yeah. At least that's why this song touches me. That's a good one. It's great. It's a good song. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fucking, it's... It's like I was, I guess, to, to put it more bluntly, we all have much more in common than we do. Fucking goddamn it. <laughs> we all have more in common than we do not have in common. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If we all just got together, we forgave each other and we loved each other and we treated everybody with the respect that everybody deserves. That'd be pretty cool. I think that this world would be a better place. And that's what this song means to me. Yeah. It's about bettering yourself. It's about bettering yourself. Hoping that you can. Be fucking better. This is, I think this is my perfect, uh, my my personal favorite on on this album. For me? Yeah. Yeah. It's not my favorite, but it's good. Perfect hit for me. It's good. And now, the last song. Possibly the best outro track of the original album ever. Tendencies. It's a good song. This song fucks, dude. I like the chorus. I... I don't know, bro. Just the way that, like, you know, this the album starts with a banger, a super heavy track, and it ends with one that is just as intense. You go through this entire emotional it journey. It really is fucking crazy. Intense. It keeps you fucking high strung through the whole goddamn thing. It really does. And there are, you know, there are drop The only like, fucking song that, that they, they do better in any way when it comes to that shit mm-hmm. is from the next album, and that's fucking... Uh, kill everyone. <laughs> oh, that song's good. <laughs> but okay, that reminds me of this. That's this feel. This reminds me of like early Kill Everyone. I get just I get crazy intense. It's just super like yeah, like you fuck with us, you're going under. You yeah, know what dude. I mean? Like it's that group mentality, that gang mentality, bro. Like that will fuck you up, bro. Oh my god, this song honestly, it's the only way they could have ended the album, in yeah. my opinion, and it's perfect. At least the original. We'll get into the deluxe after this, but yeah, it's just like it's this is. Hollywood Undead at their most menacing, their most united, and their most intimidating. I wouldn't like, say most menacing. I would. For me, mm. at least, that's what I'd say. Mm, wait, okay, what kind of, like, are we talking about, like, gangster menacing or just, like, creepy menacing? Because, like, no, it's from the underground. 100% I guess menacing. up to the point of American Tragedy being released, yeah. right? So you're just hearing the stuff before Swan Songs and then Swan Songs. I almost wish we chose the next album. We, we'll do that one next. We can yeah, do another album. Like, there's nothing one. stopping us from that. We can do honestly... That we haven't gotten to it. The only reason I chose this one, it's not even like on the deluxe, is Street Dreams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That and like Levitate, Hear Me Now, and then. But I would put this down. one up there with those tracks. You know what I mean? Like, I know you didn't listen to it recently, but especially listening to the full album all the way through recently, when this song hits, it hits, bro, and it smacks you in the fucking song. mouth. It's not my favorite, though. The, mid- again, I'm going to keep sucking the bridge's dicks, but do this you bridge, do dude, the there's a black dicks. flag hanging over this town, and then the uh, the gang vocals, the get down. It's yeah, so it's fucking, fucking good, lit. bro. And this, yeah, everybody, again, is just firing on all cylinders. Just here, taking it from the base original release American Tragedy album. Ooh. 
this already like is an amazing album front to back you know yep. what i mean like i always loved this album but i think as a kid i didn't fully understand why as an adult coming back to it there's damn near not a single miss on this album no not really there's a there's a, like one but yeah man so like where would you rank just the base we'll get into the deluxe and the unreleased stuff after this but where would you release this album just as it sits right now from been to hell to tendencies what like 10 out of th- out of 10, where would you rank this album as it was originally released? From top to bottom, not any of the bonus tracks just yet. From Been to Hell, the first song, to Tendencies, the last song on the original album. Where oh, would how would I rank it? the songs? No, how would you rank this album? Like, compared to the other albums? Just in general. In ge- oh, <laughs> I thought you meant, okay, my bad. Like, just rating it? Yeah. Oh, rate. Oh, what like, the fuck what, did you think I was you saying? You said ranking. Oh, okay. Well, no, we. you know what? You know what? No, here's what we'll do. Would you put this in your top three from this artist? Yeah. That'll be the thing. That'll 100%. be the thing we do for easily. this podcast. Very, at the end of easily. it, we will put it in our top three. I don't really three. like the new albums like you do. I really fuck with them. I know you do. Yeah. I'll listen to them. Yeah. And I'll be like, yeah, there's some good ones in there. But, like, after... That's from the... Uh, fuck. That's from the you can't say guy. that because I know you fuck with Five New Empire. Oh, dude, Five goes so crazy. And you liked? I just don't think you liked the newest album as much. Which to I be fair, I the new album. Do you know what you I and I do about Hollywood Undead? Huh? We hate an album and then we go back like a yeah, year that later. Is so true. Because I didn't that like Five very, at first. True. Now I love it. New Empire Volume Two. I did not like it first. Now yeah. I love it. Yeah. No, I gotta give you that one. Like I hate everything at first. I don't know why. Yep. I'm afraid to change. I guess. Alrighty, everybody. So, now, we're going to get into the bonus tracks. I give it an 8.5, though. Oh, you didn't rank it a yet? Nine. Well, fuck me, man. We're going <sighs> to... I jumped the gun. That's okay. This is my first podcast, all right? Everybody okay. chill the fuck out. It's okay. <laughs> but, yeah, so 8.5, I would put it at a 9.5. I don't know. I'd say... Alone. say a solid 9, only because I ruined some of the songs, which is my own doing. Yes. I... I'll respect that. Mm-hmm. A 9 and a 9.5. We'll put that in the middle. Mm-hmm. A 9.25. Yeah. <clears throat> Alrighty, everybody. And now, for the next section of this ranking, we will be getting into the bonus tracks and the unreleased tracks for the American Tragedy album cycle. Mm-hmm. First up on the list is, again, like, this is something about Hollywood and Dead that I always love, is if they release a deluxe edition. Goes crazy. Because the hardest the albums, the songs that didn't make the cut are fucking Amazing. insane. They are so fucking good. Starting with Mother Murder. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good ass one. I'm God, pretty sure. So much anger in that. Th- song. This was on one of the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo movie soundtracks. If no I remember way. correctly, I think it was. I'm not 100%. Probably. Um, but either way, this song is good. This song is fucking great. The chorus goes hard. Charlie and Johnny are both fucking killing it here. Yeah, they're the main ones in that one. Yep. There's nothing else, like the synth in the beginning. The doo, doo, yeah, I was doo, just about doo, to say doo, I heard too. it. You playing it, but it's so good, bro. You guys hear Front it too. to back, the chorus goes. You guys want to hear it? Absolutely dummy, bro. Yeah, I don't you know, know what else to say it. about this song. I don't know. It's my favorite part. Yep, <laughs> it's fucking great. It really is, dog. Like it's. Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing about this song that does not hit. Oh, that's still loud. Oopsies. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Yeah. But yeah, that's a good one. I think like so? Mother Mother. Yeah. Yeah. I put it as a good hit. I don't think there's anything left to say about this song. Like, other than, like, go listen to it, honestly. If you've never listened to the bonus albums, this is one of the highest ones. I think it only 
is not the top out of these ones for me because of the next song, and that is Lump Your Head. Uh, yeah, I don't... This one is about it, 1920s during Prohibition and just being mobsters that are running alcohol. Now? Bro, hold up. I didn't know that. Let me take you back so back in time that made the front page news living lives of crime because we ma- ran moonshine outlaws to be exact. We did something new and we never turned back. This song is about old school mobsters, bro, huh. during the Prohibition era, right? And it's about just that mentality of don't fuck around. We'll put you six feet under. We'll knock the fucking teeth out of your mouth. It's so much fun, too. Like, the chorus. It's a fun song, but it's almost like I don't like the voicings on it. Do you not? I fucking love it. I don't. Because you don't know what it's like to get your head lumped in because you keep flapping those gums, so just run along because you don't want none. Like, that's just, that's so good to me. I don't know. It's funny, and it's cool. It's like, it's the grown-up version of what Hollywood and Dead used to be for me, where it was like they'd be kind of like, we're going to fuck you up, but also like the funniest shit possible (laughs) also thrown in. You know what I mean? Do like when they try to fuck people up. Yep. And uh, dude, Charlie's verse that ends this fucking song, dude, is so good, bro. Like, let me see. I, <laughs> You better not run because my bullets are faster. I'd never yeah. really hit a bitch, so I'm going to smack you. <laughs> this won't even be a fight because I'm knocking you out and my name ain't Dick, so keep it out of your mouth. That last line goes crazy. Oh my god! And then yeah, just the way the song dude, ends. he goes, he for real puts down the hardest verses. It's funny because he talks else's. about that more and more in the newer albums. Like yeah, there's one better. where he goes, yeah, uh, I can rap faster than the whole damn band. They'd be spitting slower than an old ass <laughs> man. Like it's just he's just trashing him so hard on the new one. And at first I was like a little cocky there, aren't we, Charlie? Seen? Now but I'm he, he and I'm like, you know what? Like think of like fucking Dead Bite. He goes hard in every song that he's in. I've yeah. never, I don't think I've ever heard a song recently where Charlie Seen missed. Yeah, but like, what's that line? He's like, I'm going to slit your throat, pull your like tongue down. Oh, no, Columbia that's J-Dog. That's, no, okay, my bad. J-Dog did so good on that shit. He, he does have a great fucking verse in that. Let me, let me get to I wonder to who it. does the main writing. I think they all write their own shit. They all write their they own They all write their own shit. They've said that. So basically, like, somebody, like, somebody will come in with, like, the song and, like, a chorus, mm-hmm. but, like... They write their verses. Jay Dog writes most of the beats, though, right? I think he does write the beats, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I'm not 100%, so he's if I'm wrong, don't like shoot the me. the producer out of everybody now. I think so, yeah. At least he's working the hardest at becoming one. Well, they're all producers, but yeah. Yeah. It, well, then I, know again, I can't even too. say that with certainty, because I don't know. So, if not that anybody in Hollywood well, he has the, ever listen. Well, he but. fucking holds the piano, and whoever usually has the piano does the most productive part. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they all do it, though, Doc. That's true. They're so diverse. Yeah, they really do. That's another thing about seeing them live that's really interesting is they are always switching up instruments and fucking going. Like, sometimes Danny will be playing the guitar, then he'll play the bass, and then J-Dog will be playing the guitar, and then there's the piano, and then somebody will come out with an acoustic. And, like, it's just all over the place, and they're all always doing something different. Mm -hmm. And I fucking love that. Yeah, it's It's pretty cool. cool. It's kind of like sticks. (laughs) (laughs) Like sticks. (laughs) I'm joking. They have their instruments. They stay there. But... So here's I remember watching that guy play the piano for the first time though. <laughs> Shit was lit. like come sail away. That yeah. was like wow. Yeah. He's playing the piano backwards. I've never been the biggest <laughs> fan of sticks, but I will give them huge talent credit. Dude, they, like, they they got crazy talent. I mean, people were just born like fucking they were They're built better back in then. the 80s. Yeah. They're I mean, cuz we us. they didn't have any of the shit that we could do, yeah. which to be fair, we use all the cheat codes that we can because it all saves money. Codes. You know what I mean? Like we're we're getting too into the fucking we band are. shit. Uh, however, eventually, I do want to point this out. 
if you know, once enough people start listening to this podcast and we can open up like a, a Patreon, we do want to do another podcast that's so, uh, centered around the band with the band members. So if you guys want to hear that, yeah, yeah. So uh, tell your friends about this podcast, guys. But anyway, so back to the album, right? The next one, kind of a miss for me. I don't know how to pronounce it. I think Scava? it's Lado, Lado, Ledu. What? Lee Deluxe? It's not Deluxe. It's D E U X, bro. It's French. Le I think Dux? it's Ledo. Ledo? Ledux? I don't know, but I want to tear it up What's before we tear it. I want to tear it up before um, we tear it down. I want to light it up. Oh, I fucking love this song. This remi- like this reminds me of like playing Saints Row and shit. That's fair, yeah. Oh god, Saints this Row. This is one too. that like I really thought this I'd be This is more like into. one I feel like I'm going to go into a like like a legendary ass night. Fair enough. I, you know that's fair. What is it about it, dude? I don't like, know. It's just like it's I think it's mostly the chorus. It's like that uh that synth in the side going on the side panning. <laughs> and then yeah. It's the heavily reverbed vocals makes it feel like you're outside of like a club and you're just listening to it like you're listening outside like smoking a cigarette and like about to go back in do some lines of coke and like go get (laughs) fucking drunk (laughs) (laughs) you've never done coke in your life bro but when I listen to that song (laughs) (laughs) that's fair no that's I feel like I'm gonna yeah that's and that's what matters more (laughs) yeah no 100% it's it's all about what you feel I got pixie sticks (laughs) (laughs) but yeah like this one like you know what I'll, I'll retract a little bit because yeah, that song that feels like you're gonna go do something. Yeah, you're so passionate about this track, bro. I can't help but vibe with yeah, it. Yeah, it's fucking awesome, dude. Like literally, like if I'm going through like an airport to go somewhere like mm-hmm. Florida when I went with Jake, <laughs> dude. Yeah, dude. Imagine yeah. that. Like you're driving around. Like he has that. Like a uh, what's that car? His mom and dad. Oh, have? the spider. The s- slingshot. Slingshot. Yeah, yeah, they got that slingshot. Imagine that song just. Bumping in that while thing. you're just yeah top down I cruising, tear it up. Yeah. and you're driving around and you're like near downtown. Like, dude, that shit goes crazy. Yeah, that you know what? Crazy. I'll give you that just because that alone made the song for me mentally. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'll give you that. You gotta use imagery when you listen to that song. You know, we haven't been rating these hits, so let's go back really quick. Mother Murder hit, hit. Uh, Lump your head hit, mm. mid, mid. Okay, nothing uh, here is a miss for me, but there's yeah. definitely no, that one doesn't. Lido, like, hit. And if I'm saying that incorrectly, I'm so sorry. Oh, you know what? I'll relent. Hit. Yeah, it's going. Um, and then the next song, Scava. Scava. I didn't like this one before. I hated it at first. I really like it now. It's really good. It's so good. It's another mm-hmm. like I feel like this song is what they replace Glory with. Yes. You know what I mean? Because it's another cinematic it's the same kind of fucking vibe. Like great song. Like the you chorus got rubber goes bands. so hard. Yeah. Yeah. It it really like and the flow that he spits and the verses is so good. He's very angry in this song, bro. He's intense. And Danny comes in with that chorus, dude. And I don't know how I didn't like the song before because it goes so hard. Mm-hmm. The bridge too. Again, I'm sucking the bridge's dick, but you cannot deny, bro. Hearing Johnny scream out, "God, I don't know!" in the fucking bridge, dude, just gets you like, ah, <laughs> goosebumps every time I listen to it, bro. It gets, gets you pumped more than like having a, a fucking like a chodester pump, you know, pumping <laughs> up your. T- <laughs> Bro, that's what you're going to be known for in this podcast history is the the fucking euphemisms and the analogies, bro. But yeah, no, so 10 out of 10 hit, honestly. I give it an 8. An 8? Yeah. I'll go good. 10. We'll go 9. We'll meet yeah. it in the middle, right? Is that yeah. cool? Yeah, that's cool. So cool. I'm going to say a smash hit for this one. 
And then last but not least, this is not featured on but it's supposed the to be American there. It version. Used to be. It's not. So th- I'm pretty sure that Street Dreams, which is the song we're talking about, was released in some other part of the country on a special CD because bands used to do that. Oh. Um, but Street Dreams, man, I remember like this was back in the early days song. of the internet. Like no streaming services existed, uh-huh. not Spotify, nothing. So like, and you couldn't buy it. On iTunes, I don't remember how I found this song. Me neither. But I remember finding it and being like, I've never heard this song from yeah. them before. And then I rem- I found out that it was on like a version of the American Tragedy album, and that was my the only album I listened to at the time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fucking sick. And I remember listening to it and being like, why would they not I don't know. put this everywhere? It was genuinely one of their best songs ever written. The song starts with those like, Chorus style, like, oh, yeah, it like pumps you up so good, bro. And then, yeah, this is another one of those tracks where everybody's going in so hard. Danny's chorus, I think, for me, is probably the best part of this song. Danny's, yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. That's so much fun. That is his song. Everybody else goes hard. It's a shorter song. I feel like everybody only gets like eight bars, Mm -hmm. maybe. J3T only has like four. It's a very he has he, a very he, short verse in he this. He barely does anything on that. But that chorus just stands out to me every time I listen to it, and it gives me such a feeling of nostalgia, mm. like oh, being dude, a kid yeah, with like a fucking like a shitty MP3 device and like the shittiest headphones that I could afford. Yeah, and having that, you know what I mean. So where would you rank this song? Ten. Ten. I'll give you that ten. So all right, smash hit. Fucking big ol' smash hit. Big hit. Now, where would you rank the bonus tracks? Like, would you increase the number yeah. for the original ranking you gave to the album? 100%. What would you put it to? Oh. 10? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm going to put this to a 10. I think that the album itself is it amazing. Makes up for the, it makes up for the songs that I overplayed as my alarm clocks. Alarm clocks. <laughs> alarm clocks. clocks as a kid. And for me, this song... Or these songs do only that much more for me because I already love this album. I don't really have a flaw with anything that's a, honestly an honest reason to have a flaw with any one of these songs. So this makes this a 10 out of 10 for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Bro, dude, okay, one second. I got to back up. Like, I got to explain Glory a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> you got to defend it? Yeah, okay, so like I had this thing. You know what a Nook is, right? Like the Nook tablets? Yeah, yeah, I remember that's, those things. That was my alarm clock. You could choose a song... As like a, like as you can do with a phone, mm-hmm. but here's the thing, <laughs> I had one of those cool like chairs as a kid where it had the giant speakers built into it, and it had an aux cord mm-hmm. that I plugged into the Nook so every single loud. day, so it would be my alarm clock. I would play video games way too loud with that thing, like and leave it on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't just simply like your normal phone just going like, it was like. Do, 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 do. <laughs> and I'd wake up to that initial part and I'd race, bro. I'd be like, no, no, no. No, it would like fucking start screaming at me, That's dude. So it funny. was aggressive. I love I'm that. scarred, dude. Mine, my alarm clock, I had a really cool alarm clock at the time. We were very poor growing up. So, like, I didn't have, like, you know, like a fucking alarm clock you could plug your phone into yeah. or something like that. Mine was literally a CD alarm clock. Those were lit. So you put the CD in there, and then as your alarm song, you picked the track. Did you have the one that had, like, the disc thing that went up and down? Like, where you clicked it and the top opened up? Yeah. Yes. 
Dude, I had that Did one. Did you really? Yeah, and it was, was like a radio too? Yeah, that yeah. shit was so lit. I remember because that was also my alarm clock. Yeah. It was my Pompeii alarm clock. That's fucking dope. But yeah, no, so like that's what that was mine. And same deal with you. The glory was my alarm sound for the longest time. That one never fucked with me as much. Once I uh, like really started getting into wanting to be a performer and being a singer in a band, I had these speakers, right? The same speakers that I have today, the yeah. practice amps that I have. And I plugged that in right by my bed, completely unrelated to Hollywood Undead. And I set my alarm to wake up by Suicide Silence. And that song starts just dum dum And I fucking, I always had that shit loud because I practiced loud. And I plugged my phone in and I set the alarm just not thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm asleep and I just hear dum dum And I jumped out of bed and I fell and I smacked my fucking rib on the edge of that fucking amp. Oh, I bet you like that song a little bit less. I didn't. I don't like it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> so you know what? <laughs> I'll give you that. That is literally how I feel about Glory. It was because it was so fucking loud yeah it's terrifying that's fair dude no that's totally fair it's not how you want to wake up as a kid <laughs> no but you know what i feel like being an adult now like you know and i guess we still have alarm clocks we have to go to work and shit but like it's a little different yeah you know? I, I wake up to either my phone or sometimes with my google here's your homework okay Next time we do a podcast together, you're going to listen to Glory beforehand, and we're going to do a part two on just Glory. We're going to talk about how you feel about it. Sound good? It's like a good verse, but like, dude, I can, I can as soon as I get over that initial hump of that intro, yeah. it's easy. You're like the fucking, like, the terrible scientists that operate on dogs, but like a controlled shock. And yeah. Like, it's like that for yeah. you. You hear it, and you like immediately jump to attention, and you're like, I'm up. I'm awake. Yeah. But it's yeah, like so. when you go out in public and you hear that one apple fucking alarm oh yeah the yes yeah. or what's the other one the it's like chimes. Yeah. yeah 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 dude i fr- i kind of freak out when i hear that shit i do too it really stresses me the hell out even if i'm like scrolling through tiktok and somebody has that i'm like <gasps> do i need to be at work and then i yeah. realize i'm already awake but so overall american tragedy this was an album that was Very released in 2011 Still i believe holds up. I think this song still holds up, uh, or this album, pardon me. This album still holds up to this day. Uh, one of my favorites from them, I would definitely put it in my top three. And I would honestly rate it with everything considered a 10 out of 10. Like, yeah. this was peak. Okay. I'd say this and Notes from Underground, mm-hmm. together, those two are definitely, like, peak, peak. I agree. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, uh, I don't have a proper outro for this yet uh i will have to re-record one when i actually have a name for this podcast so we're just gonna end it here okay thanks bye Bye. that's all we can't afford damn man and same as the intro i have recorded this outro so many times that i have lost count uh but yeah i just wanted to say a quick thank you to you guys anybody who's you know stuck around to the end or even just started listening to this even if you know i guess if you don't get to the end you wouldn't hear this but in spirit i want to thank you guys for listening this has been Like I said, uh, a dream of mine for a long time, and I'm finally getting off my ass, and I'm doing it. Uh, So I hope you guys really enjoyed this podcast, and I hope you guys are looking forward to more because I have already got quite a few. I believe that next week's is going to be the one I did with my my baby sister, Bailey Lutmer, and we're discussing an NF album. I will leave that where it is, though, so you guys have a bit of a surprise for next week. But, yeah, thank you again so much. Uh, This has been the What's That Noise podcast. Have a good rest of your week, everybody.